Today's episode is brought to you in part by Logos. Logos combines digital books with intelligent software to help you study the Bible deeply. Do word studies with one click, search for virtually anything in your Bible, and enjoy dozens of features that help you see more in Scripture. Right now, you can find my book, Virtuous Persuasion, A Theology of Christian Mission, as well as get a listener discount on Logos by visiting logos.com slash mneebauer. That's logos.com slash mneebauer. What does it mean for heaven to intersect with earth? Is this something that happens only in the future or in the present as well? What would it look like if our lives here on earth became more like heaven? Why do we ask for God's will to be done? And how do we enable God's will to be done here on earth? Welcome to This We Believe, a podcast where we explain the essential texts of the Christian faith. My name is Dr. Michael Niebauer. Today we'll examine the next line of the Our Father, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This prayer is first and foremost a prayer meant to foster in us hope for the future. At the very end of the Bible, in Revelation chapters 21 and 22, we are given a picture of what the end of history looks like. Here we see a new heaven and a new earth, and God's heavenly temple come down to earth upon Mount Zion. When this occurs, there will be no more sin and evil upon the earth. For those who believe in Jesus, God will wipe away all pain, all suffering, and all of our tears, and we will receive our ultimate desire to physically see Jesus face to face. Heaven is the place of God's pure presence, the place where God's will is perfectly done. And at the end of time, the Bible says that heaven will come fully to earth. And so in the Bible, our hope is that God's will would be fully down on earth as it is in heaven. Now, a fantastic element of the Christian life is not just that we will experience an afterlife in this way, but also that we have an opportunity to work towards this end in the present. One way to think of this is to think of an artist. An artist receives a picture in their mind of a finished painting, and their confidence in this mental image drives them to pick up a brush and make that mental image a material reality. God similarly gives us this picture of our end in Revelation 21 and 22 in order to drive us to work in and through him to make earth look more like heaven today. We all have a share in building the kingdom of God in which we will live for eternity. So in a sense, this is a prayer in which we ask that God would bring more of heaven down to earth in the present. And it is a prayer in which we are invited to work with God to accomplish this task. So how do we do this? Well, we can discern three steps in this process, and we can work backwards from this statement in the Lord's Prayer today. We start with heaven, then move to earth, then we turn to God's will. First, we should read through Revelation chapters 21 and 22 and allow its description of eternity to capture our imagination. When we close our eyes, we should first picture this new heaven and new earth, 
picture ourselves gathered together with all other Christians throughout time and space, worshiping Jesus face to face. Second, we should ask God to bring more of heaven down to earth through us today. We ask God for pictures of what it would look like to have more of God's presence made manifest in our relationships, at our places of work, and in our communities. Third and finally, we say these words, Thy will be done. Heaven is the space in which God's will is perfectly done. God's presence and God's glory are made manifest whenever and wherever His will is done. And so if we want more of heaven on earth, we have to offer up ourselves to obey God's will. The easiest place to start obeying God's will is with the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments are an expression of God's will for the earth. God longs for individuals and communities that worship Him, that honor their parents, that love each other, that desire Him above all else. As we continue reading scripture, particularly the Sermon on the Mount, we will discover what it means to do God's will in every single aspect of our lives. As we obey and trust God, we will see the fruit of our labors, more of heaven coming to earth. Saying those words, thy will be done, is not always easy. Obeying God's will can be difficult at times. We are called to do God's will even when it clashes with a world that is still hostile to God. Worshiping God, speaking truth, loving our enemies will often bring us more hardships and difficulties in this world. But even when they do, we can trust that God will still be at work through us. Just before Jesus died on the cross, he spent a night in intense prayer with the Father in Gethsemane. In this time of prayer, Jesus acknowledges that he will have to suffer immensely in order to take upon himself the sin of the world, yet he still says to the Father, Thy will be done. At times, our prayers might be similar. We can acknowledge that following God's will will be difficult for us, and we could even wish that we lived in a world where that wasn't the case. Yet we do still live in a broken world, and following God's will might lead to suffering. At those times, we say the words of Jesus in the words of the Lord's Prayer, Thy will be done. As we've been saying throughout our examination of the Lord's Prayer, this is not just a prayer that we utter for ourselves, but it also is a prayer that we say collectively as the church. Every time the church gathers together for worship, we pray the Our Father and ask that God's will would be done in our community. The church is the primary location in which heaven is being made known on earth, since it is the community of persons committed to doing God's will. The culmination of worship in the life of the church is a time in which heaven and earth come together in a special way, in holy communion. Communion, or as it's called the Eucharist, begins with the pastor inviting the congregation to enter into heaven to join their voices with the voices of angels and archangels in praise of God. Then, the pastor offers up earthly things, bread and wine, and asks that God would bring heaven down upon them. Here, the earthly reality of bread and wine 
meets the heavenly reality of the body and blood of Christ. For those who then receive these gifts in faith, they experience a moment in which heaven and earth have been joined together. After communion, the members of the church depart and go back into the world. But they go back nourished by the bread of heaven, empowered and strengthened to go and make more of heaven made manifest on earth. As they await the final return of Christ, the final end to sin, and a final merging of heaven and earth. I'd like to thank you for joining me today on This We Believe. If you have enjoyed this episode, we ask that you simply tell one other friend about our podcast. This will go a long way in helping us to reach others. If you'd like to connect further, please visit our Facebook page at This We Believe Podcast, our Twitter at We underscore Believe underscore Pod. If you have a question that you'd like answered on a future podcast, please send us an email at thiswebelievepodcast at gmail.com. Take care and God bless.